You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, hosted on the Line of Sight Podcast Network. Line of Sight is proud to host War Machine University, Brawl Machine, and Fallen Corvus, as well as numerous content creators like Field of Fire, Lightbringers, Brawler Bios, Vicarious Competition, Midnight Monpod, and Charge and Spike. You can find our content at loswarmachine.com. Welcome to episode 180 of Line of Sight. My name is Jaden, and I'm here with Brett. How's it going? Cool. well. Yeah, we we were this close to a magic an MTG episode. Let us know. We if were you very that. we were very very <laughs> close to an MTG episode. Um, it turns out that I like dragons, and there's a bunch of really cool <laughs> dragons that have been released since I played the game for reals like recently, and so therefore I have begun the process of acquiring a bunch of them. Dragons. So you're gonna just be like you're gonna be a dragon on your horde of dragons. Yes. Yes, I am. Cool. Yeah. Um, as far as news goes, uh, the Warcaster Kickstarter ended last week. I think the backer kits are going out in like two or three weeks here if they follow their pattern. Um, we have the Brawl Machine Team Championship, which actually by the time this goes live, it'll either be the final game will be happening the night this goes live or it'll have happened the night before this goes live, depending on how productive I am. Um, game one, a decisive scenario win. Game two, the most stressful game of War Machine I've ever watched. Uh, ended on clock. One person clocked and the other person had 33 or 34 seconds left. Um, game three, we don't know yet, but it's the deciding one because games one and two were won by different teams. So, going to be interesting. Um, we also, uh, other news, I don't know if there is any. The Infernal Colossals are out. They've been shipped. I know people that have gotten them. Uh, you can order those from Black Anchor Heavy Industries on the Privateer Press website if you're curious. The cards are also in War Room. And um, we're doing a bunch of streaming lately, actually. Yeah, we did Pillars of Paint. <laughs> we did Pillars of Paint. Uh, I've done two streaming things now. Uh, it turns out both of those Pillars of Paint episodes, uh, Streamlabs was locked at 540p. So the resolution was garbage, which is why it was hard to see what I was doing. But I fixed that. So next time, it should be really clear and nice which will be great. Um, I'm also thinking pretty hard about just streaming some Brawl Machine games every once in a while because I need to play more Brawl Machine. <laughs> it's fun. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's us news. And I... Hold on. There was something I, I was supposed I to plug. Oh, I destroyed ahead. a Spider-Man making Venom look cool. You did destroy a Spider-Man making Venom look cool. And you made Venom look really cool. <laughs> Uh, you can't actually see that on our Facebook page unless Brett puts it up in the next few minutes to prove I'll, me wrong. I'll paint it. I'll okay, you'll it paint it first. But the work in progress shots, Brett. Um, and what other things? I think that's probably about it, honestly. Uh, you were going to yeah. plug the Kickstarter. Oh, uh, yes, that's right. Thank you. So uh, we have our, our good uh, friend Tom, who is running a Kickstarter for a bunch of 3D printable STL files for uh, IK, our Iron Kingdom's style. Uh, <laughs> you know, Similar terrain. but legally distinct. Yeah, I mean, it fits in really nicely. Um, he's already crushed his goal of $400. It's at 2096 right now. It's got nine days to go. Uh, for 20 bucks, you get everything. You get a house. You get, I well, think you get two the STL files. Yes, the house. Yes, <laughs> you get two different versions of a house. You get two different versions of trees. I think you get three now because he hit the stretch goal. Um, nice. You get a, an oil tank. You get a couple different kinds of walls. You get two different kinds of clouds. You get th two or three different kinds of fire features. Uh, the, these are like toppers that go on top of neoprene. You get a couple different kinds of rubble gears. You get a trench. You get a water feature. Uh, hold on, hold on. There's other things. You get a like a crane, like a docking crane, which looks very cool. Um, you get, oh, he's added things. Okay, so now you get four a free 40-millimeter flag and 50-millimeter objective STL. And then at 2,000, which he just hit, you get something called the big old cannon, <laughs> uh, which looks like his sketch is great. It's just this monstrous cannon. 
If he gets to 2,500, you get to Druid Pillars. Oh, man. Okay, get him to 2,500, please. And if you get to 3,000, he's going to design an entire evil temple, which is uh, looks very similar to the No Quarter one from way back in the time when Orgoth was first announced. Oh, cool. Yeah, yes. it'd be nice to have some Orgoth terrain in time for I, Orgoth. I agree. And if you're curious about Orgoth, we have a podcast recently that goes into the lore of Warjax and Orgoth, and it's one of our better ones, I think. And then, and then we hosted a lore, a lore podcast that corrected everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, uh, I want to shout out. Hold on. It's called. Where is. Hold on. I'm looking in our Discord, which you should also join because then you can find out all of this stuff uh, as fast as you can. So, it's called... Good. Okay, go. It's I'll, called the I'll Iron Codex Chronicles. It's ah. uh, done by the same group that's doing Brawl Machining, and uh, from what I've heard, it's pretty cool. So I was going to say, the, the podcast that talked about Brawl Machine, their latest episode is called Why Gas Before Should Be Allowed in Brawl Machine. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I, need to I feel like that. we're the target audience of that. That's probably <laughs> true. We'll go give that a look. But that's Warjax Gaming Club, and they are also doing wonderful things. Oh, and another thing. Sorry, this is an announcement that I forgot about. The same guy who's doing the Kickstarter is doing a compilation of of content creators and the list of their stuff and he's going to be posting that on our website once a month Yay. so you'll be able to like go to one spot and get links to a whole bunch of different things which will be great um yeah i think we're out of announcements maybe i'm sure there's things that we've forgotten but i i have a friend who's really into lord of the rings so i'm seeing a lot of posts about trees recent recently oh so, so apparently there's a there's a newsworthy tree that's happening in lord of the rings okay cool <laughs> i just sorry i just think that's really funny <laughs> if it's the like, white tree of gondor i believe it i don't i i think it's i think it's even more obscure than that <laughs> oh is it the tree is it the tree of the sun and the tree of the moon that spread light over uh, all over the world before they were burned down and then Luthar broke the earth <laughs> and made it into a sphere and made the sun and the moon that sounds like something people who love somewhere would be interested in okay Fun fact, orcs hate the sun because they were born and the race started existing before the sun was. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, okay. we're going to talk today about, so we just sort of like executive decision to this. Um, every month Patreon we run, topic. we still have Patreon <laughs> yeah. topic. So every, every month our Patreon, our, our Warjack and War, or Warcaster patrons vote on a list of topics that the Warcaster patrons suggest. And every month for the last four months, the topic of please discuss Riot Quest models and their impact on the game has gotten second or third place. It's been kicking around in the poll for that entire time. So we're just going to do that today because <laughs> I feel like I'd rather not have to type that out again. And <laughs> Oh, that's really the reason? <laughs> that's the real reason. <laughs> it's not because we need, needed a topic or anything. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to go through Privateer Press's website and we're going to rate in some amount of detail the amount of impacts uh, each of these releases has had on the game, whether that's a good thing, a bad thing, whatever. And are we going to rate the models too? Is that is that a thing? <laughs> so I, I made a joke that we would do good, bad, and ugly. I think yeah. what we should do is, well, are we going to rate any as impact the game negatively? Okay, so I think what we should do is we should count the number of models that have an effect, like a, a noticeable effect on the game and okay. then give a percentage. And then we'll talk about whether Riot Quest overall is good or bad for the game. All right. I'm getting out a piece of paper to write this down on so that I don't have to think about this later when we're, uh, you know, inevitably going, well, how many were there? And we're like, I don't, I don't know. There were some. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm good. So uh, let's start with the Riot Quest first wave starter box, which has oh. Dez, Iris 4, Dreyfus 1, Gubbin, and um, Balthazar Bamphus. Okay, uh, so Dez, I would say no noticeable effect on the game. Yeah, she, like Corey Doyle played decent. her with Osram quite a bit, and but other than that, like I haven't seen much. She's like, don't get me wrong, she's good, but I think Dez and Gubbin is probably going to get played more. Well, in... She's also competing for uh, the mercenary character solo spot. Yeah, I'm mostly talking about in mercs because the irregular super solo list yeah. plays her quite a bit because she's an accurate slam gun. Okay. That so, might be some effect, though. Okay. So, okay, okay we, sh we should have three categories. Okay. We should have no effect, some effect, and big effect. 
Okay, because okay, I think gonna... the next one gets some effect as well. Okay, so I'm going to put her in the sum effect. Uh, Iris 4, I don't think she's had an effect at all. She Okay, I will I will agree with you with the caveat that she's actually a pretty decent model. Sure, but she's competing with Iris 1 and 2. Well, so what she does is different. What she does is she has two accurate shots every turn in a repo. And, That's true. And she wrecks character solos. That's also true. But, I mean, we've also got Longfellow who does those kind of things as well, and he hasn't been played at all. Yeah, yeah she she is... It's easier to rule her out yeah, um, because you expect a lot more from an Iris, but she's actually a really decent model. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm still going to put her in the no actual impact category, but I agree. I'll put a star next to it. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Whatever. I'm doing it. Uh, All right. Dreyfus. Did, did um, Dreyfus ever see play? Is he is he good? Yeah. He's, he gives cover. He's like, uh, he's got flank with other Storm Knights, and he's been playing in Storm Division since he came out. Okay. And Storm Division got better. Storm Division got better. And he's still being played in there. Because, like, He's a pretty chunky body. He's got, you know, pretty good damage output. He gives something else cover. And right now, like, consider giving Gwen Keller cover plus force barrier. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, I think that's going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. So So I'm going to put him in the impact category. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (sighs) Gubbin. So. God, I wanted him to be good. He just isn't worth it. Nope. Nope. I don't think we even need to discuss this. He's just not very good. He has two armor-piercing guns. How is he bad? They're range six, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah. So generally what he does is he walks up, does one armor-piercing shot, and does the repo five shot. Right. And again, he's taking your merc slot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Balthazar Bamfist. I don't think he's made an impact. But he's, an, he's another he's model that I've he's a, he's another model that I've tried to cram into a lot of lists, and he always yeah. make, he always like gets cut. I will make the caveat here that if if uh, Hammerfall ever makes or Hammerstrike or whatever it's called ever gets good, he'll be very good because he's quite good in that list. So I'm going to put him in the no impact with a star category as well. <laughs> Four categories now. No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, there are. Gosh dang it. All right, uh, so let's talk about the second core box because we just, you know, go core boxing. Yeah. Bella, Black Bella 2. Zero impact. Zero impact. Surprise, because I thought she was really good. Yeah. Um, Isila, this is possibly one of the top five most impactful models that have come out of Riot Quest, I think. Two of them are in this box. <laughs> Two of them are in this box. She's extraordinarily good. And I think she's going to, like, she gets played in Legion a lot. She's in most Legion lists, right? She's in most Legion lists because most Legion lists are being played in Children of the Dragon right now. Yeah. So, yes, she is insanely impactful. She gives Legion an RFP out. She gives them a Puppet Master thing that you're actually going to use. And between her and two Virtue Champions, you have solved your infantry problems. So, yeah. Going in the going in the impactful category. Yuri the Hunter. I don't he's know. Bad, right? <laughs> I, think, I think he's okay. I don't think he's being played, though. He's not in Wolves of Winter. Right. He's and he's in Warriors of the Old Faith, but I think the other year he's better. Maybe. I think the thing is, like, so he's a, he's a Kador partisan merc, right? Mm-hmm. And aren't you just going to play Old Grim? <laughs> I thought you could. I thought Partisan didn't take up your spot. It depends on what the theme force restrictions are. Oh, that's right. And he's so, he's yeah. not a merc. He's just a Kador model. Oh, he's just a Kador model? Uh, I don't think he sees play. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think he does. I have, I have always overestimated Trapper. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> uh, Shivers. The saddest no impact of all. Yeah. He's a combat solo. Yeah. Okay, also, caveat here. We're talking about 75 points. Brawl Machine, oh, I think sure. Shivers gets played a lot. Um... Oh, I bet he's excellent in Brawl Machine. He's, he's fantastic in Brawl Machine. But we're talking about 75 points. So yeah, he's going to go in the no impact category as well. And then we come to Boom Howler the Destroyer, who catapults into the high impact on the game category. He's got to be number one, right? Um, do you think he, it's him? He's currently my vote for number one. Oh, I hate Scythe. <laughs> so he's my number one. Okay. I No, you know who it is? It's Mechano Shredder. Oh, you're right. 
it's Mechano Schroeder, I think. Yeah, but yeah, he's extraordinarily right. good, and uh, he when, he's when you think of Riot Quest solos, you think of Boomhaller three. Mm-hmm. Probably him or Harlow. Mm-hmm. Probably better or Malvin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mal- Malvin is much. He's very different than the rest of the Riot Quest models. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. So now we're done with boxes. All right. Uh, Mayhem gear. I don't think that had an effect. Nope. It did not have an effect. Let's talk about Malvin and Mayhem. It had some impact. People. <laughs> He's not played that often. Am I crazy? He's played a lot, Brett. What are you talking about? Okay, I am crazy. He's played in Cooper too. He's played in a bunch of circle li- or uh, signal lists. He's played um, like people are starting to take him, pro- him in protectorate now that they can take a a, a gobber. Um, they're allowed to. Yeah, um, doesn't Gubbin is a protectorate merc? Yeah, I never. Um, uh, he's really good in minions. He's extremely good in minions. He's extremely good in circle up until like. Up until the Legion CID, he was played a lot in Legion because, like, he's an actual heavy. (laughs) So I'm going to go with high impact here because part of the... Oh, and he's, yeah, like, between Rask and uh, Kruger, too, like, I think he just makes enough of of a splash. Um, Helga on wheels. Okay, I know you love her. I do. I've never seen her played. I mean, she was just in the Brawl Machine finals like oh, really? six hours ago. Yeah. She's insane <laughs> in Brawl Machine. I think she's the best minions caster in Brawl Machine. Cool. Um, okay. I'm going to put her in the medium impact category because I have some scenes, some minions list. Like Azahul plays her as a reasonable pair for Rask. Uh, if he's not going to play Arcadius. Or sorry, not, not for Rask. For Sturmandrang. Because uh, Helga and Arcadius kind of have similar game plans, but Helga's a lot more durable. So it just kind of depends. He says that she like completely dunks on Infernals the faction, so that can't be bad. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna put her in moderate impact, or a little bit of impact. Also, she's just cool. She is awesome. Yeah. All right. Spawn gates and Weird Wendell. No impact. No impact. None whatsoever. Um, Wendell is a cool idea for a solo that Grimkin just does not really want. I can't believe. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, that makes the slaughterhouse good. Nope. Uh, uh, yeah, no discussion on this one. Flugwug. Okay, so he is extremely good, but mm-hmm. he really only sees playing minions. Yes, with Azazello mostly. Oh, I put him on a lot of lists. <laughs> okay, I see him mostly with Azazello because yes. under Azazello's feet, he is a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go he's with moderate very, impact. He's very funny under Helga. One. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to go with moderate. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's about where he is. Because he works for a lot of factions, but he only plays, he only sees playing one of them. Right, yeah. Uh, we have Leadfoot and Treads and Slash and the Pig Tank. The, yeah. I think Leadfoot and Treads has an impact. I don't think the tanks do. I think that the tanks get played a lot in Vengeance of Dunya and in Trollbloods. Mm-hmm. And in Minions. Um, but I agree, I agree. They're either not much impact or moderate impact. But I think Leadfoot and Treads is is an impact piece. Yeah. So we're gonna put Leadfoot and Treads in impact. I'm gonna put the tanks in moderate impact. That's fine. Yeah. Um, although I do love that this is one box for two types of models. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. Bulkhead. Um, you would have had an impact if he was in a playable theme. Yeah, but he he hasn't had much of an impact on the game as a whole. Uh, he's got some really cool rules and I like him a lot, but I just outside of like, even in brawl machine, you're just not playing him over a tanker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can, we can safely dump him in the no impact category. All right. That brings us to bumbles. <laughs> Easy impact. <laughs> Easy impact. <laughs> this model is absurd. Um, I don't think it's too much, but no, it's very good, but not too much. Uh, he makes Storm of the North even more attractive, which Colgrim was already insane. So, yeah. Um, Gurgle blocks. So I think he goes. I think he's moderate. I think I agree with you. Because he makes stalkers really dumb. Mm-hmm. He's a really fast arc node. Yeah. And he's just a pretty decent model. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Uh, moderate impact. Cool. 
Um, the four horsey mans. This is a no impact model. They're so bad. They're so expensive. They're so okay, but they should be for like four or five points. Or and a requisition. They should be a requisition option. Yeah, they should definitely be a requisition. Yep. Okay. We're not gonna make ourselves sad by talking about the four horsey mans much, but we're moving on. Okay. Boss McCorn. Um I have no she's idea. Good, but no impact. Okay. Cool. I'll trust she's, you. She's that. a really well, okay, so she's really good with one of the Ashlands. I think Ashland two, but okay. Ashland two isn't great. <laughs> I'm gonna put her no impact with an asterisk, because we sure. haven't had one of those in a while. Uh <laughs> Captain Crawtooth. Oh. No impact. Uh, he has a huge impact on the Maylock uh Blindwater list, but that list is unplayable in, <laughs> in twenty nineteen scenarios. So no impact. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, well, yeah. His his no fall down or his, his no sleeping on the job bubble is just too small. It's too small. It, but that is the main way that you fought Gators if you didn't mm -hmm. have like enough damage to go through them, which nobody does. Yeah. Um, just knock them all down. But right. Uh, Destructortron three thousand. I think this is he a moderate play, impact. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not a huge deal, but he does see play. Yeah. He's not a huge deal in his local metal. He's just a small deal in his local meta. Um, I yeah, for, I'm, oh, sorry. Go I'm ahead. Wrong. I was going to say, we, I keep trying to force Gudrun the Wasted, but I think he's bad. Hmm. I, I don't know if I'm willing to admit that yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's the conditional Force Aura guy, right? No, he always is Force Aura. Okay, always Force Aura guy. It just that bigger. can't be bad. Well, it's not Force Aura. They don't. They're not immune to blast. Right, but the the plus two death against guns. And magic. That can't. That can't be bad. Okay. There's no I, way that's. I agree. Ah, let's put him in moderate. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Uh, Bennett. Bennett is one of what six casters in that faction. She's got to see. Yeah, she's. Does she's she play? Does she see play at 75 points? I think so. Uh, Brandon's doing some experimentation with her. Okay. I know to she got Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, she sure did. Uh, to quote Brandon, there is there every single caster in Grusable Guard can be one half of a good pairing. Okay. So. I yeah, think... I, I, that seems believable because I think Locke was their worst and she was an important part of most pairings. Yes. Can, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Uh, Butcher four. We're gonna go with impact on this one. Easy. Yeah, he's in an amazing theme. He's a requisition point, and he's freaking obnoxious. Even though I've never gotten him to do anything. <laughs> well, even if he doesn't do anything, he's still worth taking. Yeah, he's hard to kill from range. He like punches things real good. He might just not die. He might murder a warjack on his own on accident. Not mm -hmm. actually, but you know, he can try. Um, he, yeah, he does more than enough during a requisition spot. I agree. Unlike. The wolf with a name who is bad, and we're moving Should on. Feel bad. Yep. Boom Howler uh, two. So on the one hand, he had an impact on the game. <laughs> on the other <laughs> hand, I think I would only play him with Arcadius at this point. Um. Yes. Moderate so impact. I think he's moderate <laughs> impact. Okay. I think he's. Here's the thing. He's still so freaking good, right? Like yeah, he's, he's not insanely good. Like. But here, here's the thing, though. If you want to tech your list to be able to play in the Strange Bedfellows, he's way better than Boom Howler 3. Yes. So I think that's good enough to be, like, moderate to make, to real impact. Sure. So Can I'm going to put him say, in moderate. I think we just say the next four are impact. <laughs> uh, do we? Hold on. I haven't looked at the next page. Oh, yes, absolutely. So <laughs> Chuck Dogwood, uh, veteran leader construct, easy eye impact. He made all of the circle things much better. Dr. Stygius. Huge impact on not just Cephalix, but also Scar 1, yeah, right? Yeah, Scar. Oh, yeah, he's excellent Scar 1. Yeah. The Terrorizer um, defines an entire theme force. Yeah, he's just truly insane. And then Scythe, who is also I, truly insane. I hate Scythe. I think she's bad, but <laughs> eh, I'm the only person in the universe. I've killed heavies with her, so yeah. I know. I've killed Asphyxius 4 with her. I know. Okay. You killed by Asphyxius 4. I, I sure did. <laughs> you asshole. That um, bad model killed your Asphyxius 4. Yeah. 
All right. Um, uh, Carly is no impact, I believe. I have, can't remember the last time I've seen a trencher theme. Yeah, like, here's the thing. No, actually, I disagree. She made the really? Sloan Infernals list much better. Uh, I don't want that. So I'm going to go with moderate impact. That makes me unhappy. <laughs> Sorry, man. Des and Gubb and Dynamite Duo, I think they have had an impact. I think they do get played. <laughs> do they Do they share Melvin and Mayhem's rating? Yeah, because they let some factions take Melvin and Mayhem when <laughs> they couldn't otherwise. So we're going to put impactful there. Um, Fiora 4. Moderate? Yeah. Like, she's real okay, and her Infernalist is decent. But the Infernalists have so many better things to play now. Well, that means no impact then. No impact? All right. I agree. Flubbin, no impact. No impact. Yeah. No, no discussion. High impact. <laughs> uh, 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 bad pun. Um, James, I don't think she's Moderate. had an impact. Moderate? She, for a long time, she was the only source of Grievous Wounds and Convergence. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Kogan the Exile, huge impact. Yeah. yeah. Yep, huge. Like, th this guy actually does one-round heavies, and he'll yeah. do it really consistently. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very, very, very good. He's Linda, the yeah, he's in the top five. I think it's, like, him, Malvin and Mayhem. Yeah, he, like, he is as impactful the game as a heavy. <laughs> like yeah, him, Malvin and Mayhem, Terrorizer, Chuck Dogwood, Boomhowler 3? I don't know. Oh, Mechanic Shredder. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to fit in well. Um, Linda the Forgotten. I'm going to put her at moderate. Because she gets though. played in every single Infernalist now, I think. Or pretty close mm -hmm. to it. Um, so that's, you know, about as much as you can hope. Old Grim. I'm going to go with Impactful on this one. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've seen a Kator list without him in a while. Right. He's He's just very, very consistently good at what he does. Like the next four are no impact. Okay, let's have a look. They are Stone Lord Guvel Godor, Underboss Viscoya, Gorman the Mad, and Black Bella, Duchess of Dread. I concur. None of these <laughs> see play anywhere, at least competitively. Go Godor, don't get me wrong, makes Forge Guard way better. He's not fixing the fact that Forge Guard aren't seeing play right now. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, no impacts in a row. And then we come to General Thunderstone Brug, who I'm going to give a moderate impact to. Yeah. I thought it would be a lot more, but it turned out not to be. Yeah. He's just he's just good, you know? Like, he's not breaking It's anything. obvious when you take him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Lord Azazello, the Castellan, or the Castellan. Easy, easy impact. Easy impact. This is one of the better minions casters, and he just got better with Vengeance of Dunya. Yeah. Um, very, very good on his own. Very, very good in a pair. Just... Yeah, he's fantastic. He's good in two factions, yeah. Yeah, the Wastelander. Impact? Oh, or, or, is this, at least moderate. Is he, is he actually impactful, or is this the Chandler loves him and he's played him so much bias showing? I think I think he's legitimately good in minions. Okay. I'm going to put yeah. him in moderate, because I, yeah, think I, I think outside I'm... of that, he's probably not. Which brings us to Harlow Hold'em High, affectionately known as the Gun Archon, and absolutely high impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's... Yeah, Mechano he Shredder is a defining Legion piece. That one's yeah, Mechano Shredder, defining Legion piece, high impact. And then we've got Widget, who I'm going to put moderate. Okay. I was going to say either no or moderate. She's real good hand, in Strange Bedfellows. Yeah, she's good in Strange Bedfellows. She's good in Convergence. She's good in... She's good in Mercs. Mercs. She's only three points, and for three points, she does a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I mean, she's three points, she's flying high. She just goes on a flag and is freaking irritating to kill. And she has repair. <laughs> That's really repair. useful. Yeah, and ancillary attack if she's faction, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and if she gets, I mean, the repair is really relevant now that uh, that objective went away. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Oh right. boy, you are not going to like these numbers. Uh oh. Uh, okay, so there's 50 things that we looked at. Of those oh, 50 that's... things, we said 18 were high impact, 14 were medium impact, and 18 were no impact. Okay, so we have so... like a reverse bell curve. Oh, and that the extremes are a little bit higher. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, okay. it's not a huge difference, but it's pretty well, even. So I would like to point out that a flat third of Riot Quest models had no impact whatsoever on the game. Yeah, 36%, no impact at all. Yeah. Um, and 28% had a little bit of impact, and then 36% of them have had high impact. Yeah, so that, that breaks down pretty evenly into thirds, and we weren't trying to do that. No. So, so okay, so first off, our riot, our riot quest, riot quest models always overpowered into faction fighting. No, clearly not. Uh, like sixty-two percent of the time, they're not even they're not faction defining. They're either okay or bad. Mm -hmm. I also would like to point out that many of the ones that were easy impact uh, mm -hmm. are faction. Yes, let's let's just Ter terrorizer chalk chuck dogwood yeah um, mechano shredder mechano shred um uh, butcher butcher the ones that are not faction locked are like harlow um boom howler three boom howler two dr stygius scythe um, oh i forgot about the, the two minion casters yeah the two minion casters uh kogan i guess is technically a cross faction model um bumbles is locked into a faction and yep. you know he stays there uh, bennett is locked into a faction stays there um Isila. oh Isila. yep Isila is one of the more factions dreyfus locked into a faction mm -hmm. um malvin and mayhem unfortunately not at all nope well okay so so when people say they don't like right quest models they're talking about scythe they're talking about boom holler three they're talking about Mal malvin and mayhem uh and possibly the Har terrorizer and harlow um, well okay See, I would argue the Terrorizer and the Mechano Shredder, and, and to a lesser extent Bumbles, um, are things, and Chuck Dogwood, are things that the factions needed to get better, right? Mm. Like, Legion and Scorn were in a bad place, so it's okay that they got a really good model. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's probably fair. Um, and uh, honestly, like, I think... I think... So, like, let's look at the models we just described. Boom Howler, uh, Scythe. I'm going to ignore Chuck Dogwood because he's just... People dislike him for a, a drastically different reason. We'll talk about that in a sec. So, Boom Howler, well, Scythe, Well, if you, if you hate Harlow. Burger, too, you certainly hate him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's not the reason either. Oh, it's not? Um, okay. No, it's not. And I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it in a sec. But those three models are very, very good at killing Archons. I think Scythe. there's a reason Sight's pretty good at killing. Boomhaler 3 is okay at it. He has like a bunch of other support rules that make him kind of the exception to that rule. Harlow yeah. is very, very good at killing Archons. Incredible at it. Um, and uh, so I think there's a reason that you're seeing so much of those models. Well, I'd also like to point out that the complaint about Riot Quest, so other than aesthetic problems, the Which complaint we're about talk Riot about Quest. Next. Yeah, absolutely. The, the problem with Riot Quest models that people have is that they. They're all mercenary models that work for everyone and should be in every list. And like, I think Boom Holly 3 is the only one that really hits that mark, right? And Malvin and Mayhem. But Malvin Mayhem's a huge investment. That's true. Not, but not every he, list. Can he can be in a lot of lists. Yeah, he can be in a lot of lists, but he should. Like, Harlow can be in just as many lists, but he very rarely makes the cut in your Merc slot. That's true. Yeah, I think that's fair. Makes the cut pretty often. <laughs> that that is that is very true. Or yeah, or like Kogan, I guess is is another one that people are complaining about quite a bit right now, which I think is reasonably fair. Yeah, he's only um, in two factions. They're two popular factions. They're two popular factions. Yeah, and he's he's just very 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 good. Um, yeah, I think that like the idea that Riot Quest solos are everywhere is kind of a slight um, exaggeration. It may feel that way because they're discussed a lot, but... Well, it's because they're all lumped into this unit, and so that's why we wanted to break them down like this, mm -hmm. is that the unit, like, the, the Riot Quest thing is mm -hmm. not a monolith. Like, there's a lot of variety in, in Riot Quest, and the three exemplars that you think of when you think of Riot Quest are not representative of the whole. Right. Yeah. Full thirty percent of the models are just terrible, and we'll never see never see play. Right. Yeah, that's true, and and I think that's maybe hard to keep track of because you've never seen them on the table. Right. Um, this is called uh, shit. Um, 
confirmation bias? No, it's a different bias. Availability heuristic. Mm. It, it, if you can, if you think of something more easily, you think that it's more common. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so let's talk about aesthetics for Riot Quest because this is sort of right. like the elephant. This is all you, it. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here, here is my, here's my contestation. If you packaged Riot Quest models in War Machine packaging, almost all of these models would suddenly feel not out of place. We can we can go through that list again. Yeah, sure. So let's just go Malvin through real fast. Mayhem feels feels out of place. Melvin and Mayhem feels out of place. Uh, Shivers feels out of place. Shivers is Shivers very is totally out of place. Uh, Gubbin would, except for that's what gobbers look like. So yeah. Terror, yeah. terrorizer. Terrorizer. Uh, I'm just going from from the front page. So oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, oh, well, like, we started over. Get all. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We started with Melvin and Mayhem is on the front page. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, we're on the same page. So Shivers, Melvin and Mayhem. Um, Helga would, except for that's what the entire faction looks like. Oh, and that's like what the meat grinder looks like. Yeah. Weird Wendell is weird. Yeah, but I also don't care about him. Flugwog yeah. is a little out of place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Flugwog a bit. Left foot and treads fit right, in fine. Bulkhead fits fine. Um, Bumbles honestly fits fine into yeah. trolls. Um, Gurgle Plocks looks exactly like a Crix model. The four horsemans looks well, exactly he's, he's like a Grimkin model. Yeah, he's he's just two Grimkin or Crix models. Boss yep. McCorn looks fine. Crafton Crawtooth doesn't look any more ridiculous than any other gator. <laughs> or any other pirate for that matter. Or any other pirate. Destructotron looks exactly like a convergence model. Gudrun looks just like a solo. Bennett looks just like a convergence caster. Butcher three is a bit ridiculous, I'll give you that. He's, or Butcher he's only strange because he's he forgot how to be a warcaster. Yeah, he's not wearing armor. The wolf with no name does stand out a bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll, he looks like a great model. Yeah, so hold on. We're at five or six now. Boom Howler 2 looks fine. Chuck Dogwood stands out like a sore thumb. Yes. Did you just, I literally can't pick out from a lineup of Cephalix. Yep. He's just a little bit bigger. The Terrorizer is a very strange and stands out model. Scythe looks completely like a Nis. Uh, yep. I thought she, she had a bow. Like, she does she have a bow. Oh, that's just a weird picture. Oh, she's holding it towards the camera. Okay. Uh, kind of, yeah. Carly looks like a trencher. Um, doesn't go up and stick out. <laughs> doesn't go up and stick out. Uh, Fiora 4 doesn't. She looks like a protectorate caster. She does have an unusual sword. Yeah, uh, that's true. But so do a lot of them. Like, look at their weapon and then look back at that, and they both look about yeah, as weird. <laughs> yeah. The one that I c cut off and used Scourge of Heresy sword in place of? Yeah. After. Yeah. Um, um, Flubbin, again, she's a gobber. James looks like a Convergence solo. Kogan looks like a Tharn. Linda looks like... I mean, she looks like an Infernal model. She looks like Cultist. Yeah, um, she looks Olgrim like is only out of place because he's in Kador. He'd look perfectly normal in Crix. Absolutely. If he was if he was just in Crix, he'd be fine. Um, Godor looks like a Forge Guard. The paint job is not helping this. Though. His paint job no, is very... No, Godor is terrible for him. Oh my god. Um... Viscoya looks like a Kayazi. Gorman the Mad looks almost identical to Gorman the Wolf. Black Bella Black looks Bella. like a pirate. She even fits in with the Thamorite theme. Yep. Uh, Brug looks like a pig. Azazello yeah. looks like because a different kind of pig. Silly. Yeah. Uh, the Wastelander looks like a boss. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if he's out of place. <laughs> he doesn't look out of place either. He's. I mean, he, the reason he looks out of place is because he looks cooler than everything else on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harlow looks like a dwarf with a yep. gun mage cap, which is fine. Wait. Yeah. Uh, the Mechano Shredder, I grant you, the clockwork thing on the back is a That's bit a weird. Piece, right? <laughs> no, it, it's one main central body with the clockwork thing oh, okay. on it and then the two legs. But you can just trim it off. No, Widget looks true. weird. She's too happy to be in War Machine. Yeah. And nobody else has wings that isn't also a, a robot. She's a wannabe robot. All right, so is that 10? Yeah, we're at about 20% there, which I guess like 20% is a reasonable amount of them. And out of those 20%, like a few of those are kind of faction well, defining. Three of them are faction defining. Yeah. Chuck, Terrorizer, uh, Mechanic Shredder. And then Orsis. So like oh, four, four I guess. Put Malvin. 
out of place list. And right? Malvin out of place, yeah. Although I'm going to be perfectly honest, Malvin would not look out of place if we were still in Mark One. Oh yeah, he's a very old Warjack. He's a very old Warjack. And well, the thing I, that he also has the big red button. He has the big red button. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. He, the reason Malvin <laughs> looks angry out of place. Eyebrows? I never noticed that. He does he? That's hilarious. The reason he looks out of place, though, is because he's so tiny compared to um, everything else, right? Like, if he was just made... Which is funny, because Malvin is a very large gobber. Yes. Yes, he is. Um, But if he was just, like, you know, the size of the Merc Jack chassis that he was based off of, he'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so we're making a aesthetic argument here. Yeah, we are. Um, I can't actually give you an answer for this if you hate the way these things look. I can tell you that most of these are easily converted out of something else. Um, and, you know, you don't have to hate the way they look. Like, let's just wander through here real fast. Malvin and Mayhem, you can make that. It's He's basically a Merc Warjack with a couple of weapons and a gobber on him. Like, that's pretty easy. Flugwug, I got nothing. Um, I guess you could take, like, a Crow Hunter and great ones put it on here. The mini crate one is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Mini crate's far more out of place than Riot Quest is. Yes, it is. I think that's also a contention that people have that they don't like very much, but we're not wandering into that realm. Okay, sorry. Butcher 4, you could just make Butcher 3 or Butcher 1 hold the other axe and you'd be fine. Like, I think that would be fine. I don't think anybody would care. Um... Chuck Dogwood, I have nothing for this model. If you... He has to have a puppet to be a puppet master, right? Right, that's the problem. If you took, like, a regular old black clad, and on the upstretched hand, you put a puppet, and then you sculpted a beard over the, like, the face mask, maybe maybe that would be fine. But that's, you know, you're starting to get into the realm of you need some skill for this, so... Yeah, I got nothing on the Terrorizer. He looks like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> and the best conversions of him I've seen make him into a Ninja Turtle. Um, and then, like, Old Grim and Kador, I got I got nothing again, but in Crix, he's fine. And then, like, you know, the Mechanic Shredder, just trim the, trim the, the clockwork thing on the back off. Mm-hmm. And he'll fit right in. Paint him the same color as the rest of your beasties and no problems. So, I don't know. It's a hard thing to say, uh, yay or nay to it. I understand. Well, okay, but here's here's my argument. If you hate the way they look and you don't want to play with them, I honestly don't think you're missing that much unless you're playing one of, like, three very specific factions. Um, Are those Legion, Minions, and Mercs? Legion, Minions, and Mercs. Yeah, I guess, like, you can make an argument for Circle, for Kogan, and Kador, but, like... Oh, Co- but we, but Kogan fits in. Oh, Kogan fits in. Yeah, I think, I think he does. Um, but again, I think like ninety percent of the cognitive dissonance that comes from the uh, Riot Quest stuff is just because they're the packaged in goofy revealer. packaging. And the, okay, <laughs> we're not even terrible Riot trailer. Quest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but I think if you just stuck them in like a War Machine packaged blister, I think most people would probably have a much less combative attitude about them because like most of them look fine and if they just came in regular old privateer press war machine models on the back blisters and not riot quest on the front of the thing it would be fine i might be wrong about this but i don't think i am and brett's doesn't care about aesthetics so we don't have anybody to bounce this idea off of i care about aesthetics i just don't see them okay that's right (laughs) anyway uh so overall i would say riot quest has less of an impact on the game than most cids do and less of an impact as a percentage of the releases than or about the same amount of impact percentage of releases as non-riot quest war machine models do so that seems like an okay place to be for me personally um, you know, looking at the numbers, it's like a little bit over a third of these models are going to see the table a lot. Okay. Most of those ones look fine. 
All right. Um, I mean, if you've seen some of the stupid conversions I've done, they're no worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> the Wold Rider champion? <laughs> yes, I've made a model entirely based on a uh, typo. That I'm proud would, of it. That would actually be a great Riot Quest model, Brett. <laughs> I'll pitch it next time. You should. That would be wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know. Just taking a bit of an objective look at things. I would say that they've not really affected the game any more than any other subset of releases has. Um, and significantly less than others. Like they've, I think Riot Quest has affected the game less than the Archon release waves. Oh, God. Why did you have to say that? I, I'm just being objective here. I think they've... They think no, no. I just know when I have to do an episode on Archons. <laughs> oh, please no. Um, <laughs> I think they've affected the game less than any single CID probably has affected the game in terms of like shakeups. Except for like a few of the early ones where Privateer Press was figuring things out still. Um, but like compare this to uh, Tharn or Exalted or Strange Bedfellows or Flames or Legion or uh, even Vengeance of Dunya. Like, or the other Scorn CID. <laughs> or the other Scorn CID. Wait, what? There wasn't another one. I, oh, it was, well, that was just an update. Yeah, it was just an update. Um, or the, you know, the, the Grimkin CID. Like, Pick any of these CIDs that have happened in the last two years. I think Riot Quest has had less of an impact on the overall state of the game. So, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Brett? Boomhauer 3 isn't that hard to kill. He'll be fine. <laughs> I've lost so many games to Boomhauer 3. <laughs> I keep getting his counter charge, and then I keep getting my heavy knockdown. Yeah, counter knockdown. Well, him and Kogan both have that, right? Does Kogan have counter charge? I thought it was b only Bumbles that has that. Hold on. Verifying. Bumbles has countercharge pitch. Yeah, Koken doesn't have Oh, he doesn't countercharge. No, he doesn't. Okay. He just knocks things down. Yeah, he, he's just got slam. Or he's got smite on his on his okay. uh, Tharn axe. So, yeah. Anyway. Countercharge knockdown is a big feel bad. So I it is big totally bad. understand if you have a problem with Boom Hollow 3. Yeah. For sure. I haven't even taken mine out and painted him yet. Just, just <laughs> leave shivers out of it, okay? I, what? <laughs> just leave shivers out of it. Oh. I'm going to paint my shivers and put them on a terrain piece. Like at the top of like a tower, yelling at people. Oh, I was going to say you should have them on like a pile of Warjack corpses. Oh. Making made into a tower, yelling at people. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Like like these are the warjacks he personally murdered. Yep. Yeah, I'm all about that. That sounds great. Anyway, with that, I think we'll head into our end of cast stuff. Thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. You guys are fantastic. Uh, I think it's fair this to say that we would. This is your <laughs> one of your episodes. It's for you. Um, it's because of you. I think it's fair to say that our really consistent track record would not be so really consistent without your support. So thank you so much. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. Literally none of our content is locked behind it. You get access to a fancy patrons-only channel in our Discord. Uh, you get a fancy green, purple, or teal name in our Discord. And you also get to vote on stuff. Or suggest stuff, depending on your tier. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors, which are Broken Egg Games and figurepainters.com. Uh, Tyson is making uh, really cool Marvel Crisis Protocol base toppers now, which is sweet because nobody's doing that out there. Uh, and he's also the man mad behind all of the rocket people smoke trails and all of the different bases that most everybody in the world uses for Grimkin and uh, the progenitor of the LVO insanity tables that are just the most beautiful things in the world. And I can't wait to see again. So go check that out. Broken Egg Games makes beautiful tokens, and if you use our code LOS5CODE in their web store, you get 5% off your purchase. You can find Chandler on Twitter, which is at underscore, or LOS underscore Chandler. I admit, if you tag me on Twitter, I will probably look at it, because I'll get the email eventually. Um, which, I guess, I'm LOS underscore Jaden. You can find us on Facebook, our, our page is a line of sight, and you can find our Discord in the show notes. Please come hang out with us there. Uh, we have a new player channel that is so big now that I need to split it into smaller new player channels Some when channels. I have time. Yeah, I think yeah. We're, we're we're close to like 200 uh, new players in that channel, which is awesome. Just just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the number of new players is the problem. We needed to get better at you know. Yeah, we need to that. get better at managing it for sure. 
And uh, yeah, and you can also find our website, LOSWarmachine.com. You, you can find all our articles there. Uh, our Facebook page, though, is the best place to get all the updates because we post all of them there and they show up in chronological order, unlike on our Squarespace website because we need to get a new one. <laughs> um, and yeah, please, uh, you know, feel free to shoot us an email at LOSWarmahords at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or on Discord. We're always happy to chat about the game and... Next week, we might be talking about a brand new format. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You want to play Test <laughs> or, this weekend sometime? Yeah. Or if Jaden uh, has a kid. <laughs> or if I have a Chandler. It might just be, it might just be Brent Chandler. Yeah. That's the same possibility. And then you guys can talk about my 50 point format. Wee! Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>